0: Waddle and Sylvie. Podcasts are ready
1: on the all-new ESPN Chicago app.
0: ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
1: All right, let's talk some baseball right now. One of our favorite guests is Jason Hayward, the Cubs' right fielder. And you talk about a historic week. It was a week ago at this time that uh, he decided that he wasn't going to play. And we saw the movement, a powerful movement across sports, that uh, athletes are now using their voice. And we've talked to Jay Hay about that in the past. And uh, then on the field, uh, Jay Hay had some history with the outfield, with him and Happ and Schwarber over the weekend, first time ever, that uh, they all hit two home runs in the starting outfield. That had never been done so a heck of a week and it's our pleasure to be joined by jason hayward right now on the corona hotline jay hey, how you feeling
0: hey i'm doing pretty well guys appreciate you have me it's good to hear from you again
1: it's always great to talk to you so now that you've had a dis uh you've distanced yourself a bit with some days you've had conversations with friends teammates mm-hmm. When you look back on what happened a week ago at this time, how that started, how do you feel about the way everything
0: happened? Um, Well, I I still feel like at that moment in time, you know, we we were kind of rushed. It it was one of those things that was, you know, much like life, you know, it it comes at you and and you don't expect it. And, you know, going into that day, getting to the field, I, I, I let my teammates know that, you know, I was not expecting to not play. I wasn't you know, thinking that that was going to be a part of my day in in a situation that was going to be brought upon our team. But, you know, as we did see the NBA, you know, begin to say, okay, team by team, game by game, that they're not going to play and this is going to be a part of their, you know, bringing awareness, peaceful protest, and and they're all going to get together and and discuss things. Um, You know, we as, you know, African-American black baseball players felt like that we had to hold our, you know, basically our vow, our word that we gave, you know, leading up to the season that we're no longer just going to sit by and and watch things happen and, and act as if we're not going to use our voices as well to be there for our community. So it was just naturally, um, you know, Mookie Betts had reached out to a group of us and, of course, he was on the West Coast at the time. So they had time to discuss things and, and kind of go ahead and map out how they weren't going to play as a unit, as a team. But fortunately, unfortunately, you know, we weren't given that, you know, chance with, with the Cubs. And it was a getaway day for us. It was with so many things going on. Um, John Lester's already on the bullpen, right? So, you know, I, I had to still let everyone know that this is what I needed to make happen for my community at the time. I hated doing it, but it was kind of, again, one of those things where you don't have a lot of time. And, you know, had to be so long-winded with that, but uh, David Ross called me, in, you know, in the office as well. And before I could even go to him, he came to me and, and let me know that he wanted me to make the decision I felt like I needed to make. And, and I was going to have everyone's support, which I did.
2: Uh, Jason, you you have been a leader inside that clubhouse since you were signed uh, as a Chicago Cub. How do you feel about the support you've been given by your teammates throughout?
0: Durrell, it's it's been unbelievable. I mean, it's it's emotional for all of us. Um, when we see anyone going through anything, you know, regardless of what it is, You know, in in life, off the field, away from our jobs, you know, we feel for each other as family, and this has been no different, and it's actually brought us closer together. And, you know, that's just, you know, one of the, I guess, good things about, you know, going through things all together from COVID, from you know the social things happening in our country right now. Um, You know, everyone wants to be on the same page, and I think we've done a great job of doing that as a team and a family. And you know again, I couldn't feel more supported and, and more loved, and my teammates know that I have the same for them
2: can you can you draw a correlation between that support and how you feel inside that clubhouse to the success that you've had because you're you're red hot right now at the plate Is there any connection there
0: um I mean, I feel like that's always been there that's something that's always there it's something you have to earn also you know i you know, obviously I came in here in 2016 from another team and they already had a core group here being established and they already had their own excitement you know being made and making the postseason in 15 and and going far there so for me I definitely feel like it's something I've, I've given off is is you no know, respect and and care for all my guys you know you know not just teammates but staff you know everyone that shows up here together as a Chicago Cub you know employee so I mean yeah I could say that's you know, having that support is something that helps me on the field, but I feel like that's always been there. That's nothing new, right, um, Jason? But as far as just, uh huh. Oh no, I'm
1: sorry. Uh, I, w- I was I was going to ask you, and Jason Hayward joining us on ESPN 1000. In retrospect, when you were talking about wishing you had more time, you were adamant mm-hmm. that you wanted them to play. But in, mm-hmm. in in the big picture, like the Dodgers stood up with the the time, and Clayton Kershaw said, "Hey, we're here for our brother. We're here for Mookie Betts." Do you think that that's what would have happened with the Cubs, that the the team would have not played and and had your back in that regard?
0: No, I definitely think so. I mean, there were guys still coming to me, you know, as after they ran out on the field and got loose and stretched and got warm, um, they came back inside and said, Jay, you know, this, this doesn't feel right. And I said, look, I can't tell you guys what to do. I'm not here to make this about anything more than, you know, than what it is for me and my community. Like, I'm not – you know, I'm not in a spot to tell anyone right now that we we can't play our game. You know, this is something we got rushed on. So I still felt like yes, that we needed to play that game. I was gonna be there in the dugout, support my teammates. You so know, the next day we had a day off. You know, a lot of teams that went ahead and played on that Wednesday, you know, they went on Thursday and did not play their game. You know, we didn't have that chance because we had a day off. So again, I felt like the message got across. I felt like I was able to do what I need to do for my community. And at the same time, be there to support my teammates and have their support. And again, you know, this is to me, it's not about being perfect. I don't think you can be perfect in this, but we all just want to try and do the right thing and be on the same page. And and I think we more than did that.
2: Uh, do you also feel the support from the Cubs front office and from Major League Baseball in general, Jason?
0: Um, well, I can't speak on Major League Baseball necessarily because you know I'm, I'm with the Cubs, and I feel like every team's different. Um, you know, I haven't had too many conversations with them with MLB here in the, in the recent past. Um, but as far as the Cubs organization, you know, absolutely. After that game, Theo Epstein, you know, sent me a text, said, Jay, I support you. I'm proud of you. Um, you know, the guys that sat out, you know, you guys have to do something. You have to put action with words because there needs to be change. And then the next day he reached out letting me know that he and the other front office members were going to be donating their salaries as well. Um, like the players alliance players did on the day that we sat out and on Jackie Robinson day to contribute to social injustice around the country.
1: Jason Hayward joining us, Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN one thousand. And we you know, we talked to you about this before the season started and you've been so involved in the community. Besides awareness and how this happens where Guys will sit out, or guys will raise awareness inside the NBA bubble. What concrete change can we all do together, or what is one aspect that you're looking to change besides just creating awareness?
0: Well, I mean, for one, you have we're trying to create funds, which we've been doing. That's not that's nothing new. No, people are trying to you know donate money uh, and and time. To create opportunities, to create after school spaces, to create athletic programs, to create educational programs. Um, but we just think as a whole, you know, the awareness part is something that, that we have to bring, but there, there are opportunities that you can donate to. There are foundations that I'm a part of, like I donate to, like Future Ties by the hand club, um, in Chicago on the south and west side in Atlanta lead. Um, organization lead to legacy I believe is like their website lead to org um, but there's just those are just a few of, of many ways that all of us are trying to come up with to get back um, guys are selling their you no know, paraphernalia that we wear on the field um, and donating that to the good causes um, we're just all trying to be on the same page Pershaw uh, you know, stepping up and, and making sure that we all know that we're on the same team here and we're all baseball players, we're all athletes, and, and we support each other and our causes.
2: How about collectively on the diamond, Jason? Uh, you guys are 21-14, and 14, leading the Central Division. You feel good about where your team is at right now?
0: Well, I mean, right now we're in first place, but, you know, this is this is just today. I think we're doing a good job of taking things one day at a time. Um, I think we're doing a great job of not being satisfied, and we all know that you know, there are always going to be things we have to work on and, and things we got to do housekeeping-wise to make sure we can get where we want to be. Um, but, you know, the injury bug is a tough thing I feel like we've seen um, throughout the game this, this season because, you know, it's, it's not an easy time for people to rush back and, and get back on the field and compete with the schedule and whatnot. So I think that's, uh, you know, that's a tough part that we had to deal with this, this past homestand. Um, you know, playing the you know doubleheaders against St. Louis, playing some good teams, obviously, that we know, Milwaukee, um, you know, White Sox. And we're going to come up against that again here. But we just got some guys back. And if we're healthy, I really like it. So right now we got some guys back. We, we made some additions. And I think we still have that excitement to keep pushing forward.
1: Uh, Jason, how, if you're healthy, how does this year's team compared? to last year's the year before you've been here for a while now so how does this compare Mm -hmm. to Cubs teams of the past
0: well to start if we're healthy then to me that's that's already one up in last year's team because I feel like injuries really got us with Cole Hamels going down John Lester going down a little bit Wilson you know going down a couple times um you know Harvey going down there late in the season things like that are you know people don't realize those are wins all those people that I just named those are wins for our ball club but um, on the other side of that is, is still is our experience, experience and not you know, making the postseason experience and having you know, that new perspective on some of these guys that have only been here that only know winning. And, and when you miss out on that for the first time, that's that's a new challenge. That's a new gut check. And I think we've answered that call. And, and that's something that we have to continue to keep with us to keep us hungry and keep us motivated. No, and in other aspects, other than just oh, you know, you can show up. We know we've we've gone out on the field. We made the postseason. This is normal. Well, you got to continue to earn that.
2: Jason, when this all started, when when you guys got to go ahead to to start this season, and you Mm -hmm. knew it was going to be an experience like uh, you know no other that you've had. Thirty five games in, has the experience been the same? Could you have predicted it would have gone like this? Has it been harder to deal with all of the different stuff that's going on with COVID and everything else? How would you explain to people how, how difficult it is to play baseball under these current, uh, current circumstances?
0: Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel like I don't even want to try to explain it because people <laughs> are just going to say, you guys are complaining and you're making more money than you know the rest of the world and going out there and doing your job. You know, so that's that's where I'm at with it. And that's, I think, that's been our mindset. You know, yeah, it is harder. Yeah, we do have to do, you no know, more things. I would say, um, if anything, you compare it to, you know, playing in the minor leagues, but you know, being asked to do it at the big league level. You know, being being asked to not show up as early, you can't stay as late. Um, you know, your day is you know planned out for you even more with with more restrictions, and so just dealing with more obstacles basically to go out here and just play the game. Um, of course, having no fans is different. It's a different vibe, but, but I think we just, we just all have to, again, you know, keep in perspective that there are people out here that are not able to make, you know, you know, anywhere close to the money we're making to support our families during a tough time that the whole country and world is going through. So I think that's, that's our mindset. You know, it, it is tougher. It is. I mean, I think, I guess the one thing I will point out too is that, um, how many people are getting hurt and injured, um, you know, you see people on the the I.L., and that's that's a tough thing to overcome when, like I said, we've been asked to rush back, have three weeks of spring training, and come out here and compete for a World Series.
1: What about some of these rule changes? I want to go over a couple of them with you. Do you like the extra okay. inning rule?
0: Um, I mean, I like it because I feel like it, it speeds up the game. <laughs> but, but also, in a situation like last night when – no, we've got to run home in the what in the top of the 10th, but also so today. I think it also makes it a little bit more challenging to end the game at times because you got to stop somebody from executing. So it just puts more emphasis on can you get them over, can you get them in, and then more importantly, can you go out there and stop them from doing the same thing the next inning.
1: What about the uh, seven-inning doubleheader?
0: Waddle hates it. Do you like it? <laughs> I like it because it's a lot easier on my body. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to tell you, and then and then you have no fans, and then and then it's done. You know, 35, 40 minutes in between, so it's, it's a lot easier on our bodies, um, a lot easier on the pitching staff. I mean, I, I feel for these relievers, and in times like this, when you know guys got to be up and ready to go for both games. How about the new rule with regard to relievers, where
2: everybody that comes in has to face at least three batters?
0: I mean, I, I, I'm I'm for that rule. Um, I, I can get why maybe some people wouldn't like it. I know everyone has you know their own opinions, and there's pros and cons to every rule. But I mean, I'm hoping one day that this this opener crap will will be out of the game as well. <laughs> you know, especially if teams have a starter listed, like you know, Pittsburgh. This is this is not like talking crap or anything like that. But you know, Pittsburgh had a certain starter listed to start. You know, yesterday. For today's game, and I believe he's not starting the game now. They're throwing a righty to start it, so we set our lineup one way in hopes of that, and then then the lefty's going to come in the game and, and pitch. Like to me, that's kind of getting away from the game of baseball a little bit. Like I get it; everyone wants to have an edge, everyone wants to win, and wants to compete. I understand there's times where you need to move your, you know, your pitching staff around to help, you know, accommodate for you know long innings and things like that. But if this guy that was supposed to start is perfectly healthy, and to me, you had him listed two days or you had him listed to start the day before the series started, and he's got to start for me. Here, yeah. but,
1: Is that why Rossi put out the uh, the lineup that he did today that looks a little different?
0: Well, to be honest, I mean, I think if things were going normal, you might still see him, um, I guess, put this lineup out. So if the lefty started, I think you would have seen him put this lineup out today. But also at the same time, you know, we, we just had some additions. You know, obviously Cam Maven. Um, we just got KB back. I know he's not in there today to rest, but you know, also Souza is back. And we need some guys to be able to get out there and play, man. You know, So we just had an off day. We've got to get some guys reps. We've got to have them ready for the rest of the season as well. So I think that's a big part of you know, the line I'm looking like it is today on top of the schedule we're about to take on here in the next couple of weeks.
2: Jason, it sounds like when you get to the postseason that you will be playing in a playoff bubble. How do you feel <laughs> about that?
0: I feel like just add it to the storybook for 2020. You know, this is like, if anything, I just I just know that I'm going to look back on all this stuff and, and realize that, I mean, there may not, not be anything that we experience like this again when it comes to playing baseball or playing a professional sport. You know, this is it's just taking it backwards for us. I guess that's the way I can paint a picture for everyone. When you played AAU baseball or AAU basketball, you had your tournament, you know, you had a bunch of teams all travel and, and go to one location and just kind of dumb things down, and, and it was nothing but that. Every day, that's what we're living right now. Right. Um, you know, so it's it's a tough thing to do um, when it comes to being away from family, um, being away from kids, you know, not seeing your parents, you know, siblings, things like that. And, you know, but it's, it's just something that's nice to have. At least we can all relate to it, and we can keep things in perspective. Jay, hey, before we let you go, you
1: know what the pressures are like when you sign a big deal. How impressed Mm -hmm. have you been by you Darvish after what he went through the first two years here?
0: Oh, it's it's outstanding, man. Um, You know, his work ethic um, is, you know, second to none. You know, he's continued to push himself, and and he's continued to expect better of himself. And I think that is the start of it. But also, you know, us just wanting him to fit in and, and feel comfortable. Um, so when you do sign a contract, yes, that is a lot of pressure and a lot of weight, but also just the natural you know, situation of going into a new clubhouse, going into a new situation, a new system, and trying to settle in and, and re yourself in that, so I think that's something I can also relate to um, in getting over here, so obviously happy to see him settle in out there on the mound and feel like himself because that helps us, but it's just nice to see a guy you know, put that work in and, and get out there and, and have some fun and success for the hard work he's putting in. Uh, Jay, hey, I just
1: want to tell you, Waddle and I have been on the air for more than 13 years, and we've dealt with a lot of athletes. And the way you stand up and, and your candor, we always appreciate it. You're a great leader and someone to look up to. We appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us again.
0: Thank you, Jason. No, thank you for having me, fellas. You guys stay safe. Take it easy. See you, you too. See